Hey, champ boys and champ girls! Welcome to the final week of Rush Hour month.、Um, this week we're going to be watching Rush Hour three and talking about how bad it is compared to the other ones.、Um, we somehow still found two hours worth of material to talk about, so I don't know. Take that as you will.、Um, yeah, sorry, this episode is a little late. It's my fault. I forgot that I was the one doing the edit, but it's out now. And、uh, next week we're probably going to be doing, I don't know, maybe we'll take a break and then go back into the heroic trio that、um, three-hander. Sorry, Michelle Yeoh, Anita Mui, and Maggie Chung that we were talking about in an earlier episode. But yep, that's Rush Hour month. I hope you guys enjoyed.、Uh, please remember to like and subscribe, etc., etc. Thanks. Bye. Rest in peace, Prince. Died on my birthday. Fun fact. Hey, you're listening to Chan's Planning, the Jackie Chan podcast. Today we are talking about the last and least of the Rush Hour series, Rush Hour Three, directed by that piece of shit Brett Ratner, <laughs> co-starring. First time Chris Tucker equally starring. Oh really? Jackie Chan. Yeah, he was top billed with him.、Um, written by, I think his name is Jeff Nathanson. He's at least、yeah. the credited writer. He's the same one as Rush Hour Two. And Rush Hour, yes, Rush Hour Two. Maybe even one. I don't remember. Maybe even one. It's we went into stupid writer semantics last week. Yeah. But uh, it's the last week in Rush Hour month, guys. Yeah. Is this, yeah, it, it will come out the, the last week. That makes sense. What if it doesn't?、Mm. What if we just doing this for nothing? <laughs> Today is the day. The day we're recording, I think, is the actual date that the first one came out. September eighteenth.、Yes. I saw an article on Reddit that said that it was like from the Independent UK.、Mm. Wait, today、uh, somebody was talking about Rush Hour, be the anniversary. Yes. Did. So I hope that they're they're advertising our podcast because our podcast is the only piece of media that's talking about what everybody's thinking. Right. Rush hour. The Brett Kavanaugh. Hour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm pretty sure Rush Hour and Brett Kavanaugh are linked.、Mm. How? I mean,、uh, explain. You、Rush、said you、hour. had a dumb thing to say. What? And is that it? I'm sure a lot of the elements、uh, probably approach sexual assault in these movies. Well,、There's、I just mean of,、yeah. Brett Kavanaugh as a person, not in regards to his sexual assault. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, we got a lot of people that have been accused and probably did do sexual assault in this movie.、Mm-hmm. Um, and by a lot of, I mean two. I'm not gonna be, but maybe more. I don't Wait, know what the extras did. Who's the second? But Polanski, the Polanski. Wait, Roman Polanski is in this movie. Wait, did you call him the Polanski? Yeah. Wait, Roman Polanski is in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he he's like a very unique looking person. How do you miss him? Do you know what he looks like? No. Oh, okay. Oh, Maybe if、Google、I saw him. him. Google him. Google him. Yeah. Wait, him right now. Okay, Roman gonna,、uh, Polanski. I'm gonna write his. I'm gonna write a, a coliseum. Wait, what? <laughs> 
That's where you can find it. I, uh, Polanskysface.com. <laughs> oh, I've never seen this guy in my life. Well, it's because he doesn't live in America anymore because he raped a child. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I've never That's... seen his face, though. Oh, well, you saw at least two times because he's in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, if you haven't... Well, I already said we're talking Rush Hour 3. Uh, right off the bat, we have mixed feelings about it. Uh, I don't really remember what happened in this movie, which is bad because I watched it twice yesterday. <laughs> wow. It's that kind of movie. I watched it once with director commentary um, and once with uh, just regular. And also the director commentary had picture in picture of he and Jeff Nathanson watching it. Oh, really? oh man, does Jeff Nathanson annoy me with how he looks? <laughs> he is. He is his, his shirt is so unbuttoned, and he is uh, such. No. He looks kind of like Ray Romano. Oh, he's older than I thought he'd be. Yeah, he is. He's a little older man. He also directed Good Luck Chuck. Mm. Oh, yep, good that choice. Sounds, that sounds about right. Jordan, remember? Say, oh man, sorry. remember when we were really into Dane Cook? Yeah, uh, remember we when? <laughs> Let me show you my new neck tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, should we just get into this movie? Like, start unpacking it? Or should we go over the, the mojo? Uh, We've got to talk about more than just mojo. I okay. now, now that I'm thinking about Roman Polanski and seeing his face, I know who he is. He's the guy with the mustache. Yeah. He's yeah, little, he's the inspector. It, isn't it interesting that his character in this movie... <laughs> Uh, uses his power to to oh. uh, assault someone in a in a demeaning sexual manner, and in real life he did the same thing. Um, is it interesting? I no, it is certainly a thing. I'm saying that it's it it happened. The coincidence was it on purpose? Know. Does he know? Doubt, was it on I purpose? It on I don't think it was on purpose. Most of the offensive shit in this movie was probably like. Yeah, sure, on purpose, but not really with any intent behind it. <laughs> I would assume so. I want to see what came out uh, this weekend, uh, August tenth. This movie came out in two thousand seven, in between our junior and senior years of. That's high like the the best movie year. Two thousand seven. Fuck yeah. yeah. If this came out when I think it did, this movie came out like the same week or a week before Superbad came out. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a fucking one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and Superbad ushered in a new era of comedy. And I think is a lot of the reason why this movie probably did as not well as it did. Wait, uh, I don't know if there's a correlation. Let's yeah, let's actually talk about that. This movie uh, made a lot of money. It did make one hundred and forty million dollars U.S., but it cost fuck a hundred and forty million dollars. Where US. did that money go? Wow. I guess it's just travel budgets. Here's, here's like where Brett here's where it went. Uh, Ratner talks about it. He says that like they had more special effects in this movie than fucking X Men Three that he also directed. <laughs> what? Ow. They had to do the effects on like what the baccarat tables. Effects? <laughs> it's stuff like if there's a billboard they do special effects or if there's knife things there's special effects if oh, there's uh there's a scene knives. when they're on an airplane and the clouds are cgi yeah he's he, and he even said like we did it the hard way <laughs> like it was needlessly <laughs> expensive and i'm glad that they didn't make a shit ton of money on that yeah 
I mean, Jackie got paid. There's no way Jackie didn't get paid. Um, super why do bad, we think this didn't Super do bad well? release, 8-17-2007. One uh, week after Rush Hour. One week after. Yeah. That is I mean, th- it made, what, 140, but that's also the least amount out of all, the, all three, right? Yeah. It's about as much as the normal Rush Hour, or the first one, I think. Was it not? It was uh, this gross the third amount. This yeah. was the least. Yeah, the first one made 141 million. This made 140, and Rush Hour Two made 225 domestic. But also keep in mind that Rush Hour One was in, oh Jesus, it was in 1,000 fewer theaters. Wow. And it was 10 years prior. Right. And we all know about the big, the big short. The big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was, I mean, right before the financial crisis. It must have taken a huge hit from the housing markets crashing. It's yeah. true. Everybody was, every, everyone was seeing it happen. And they weren't, can I see rush hour or do I need to pay my bills? Yeah. And Wait, chose no, the financial, bills. the financial crisis was in the summer of 2008, not the summer of 2007. The financial Jordan, crises don't just happen out of nowhere, Jordan. You got to build up to them. Jordan, did you watch The Big Short? I watched it twice. I don't remember when things <laughs> happened in it. I remember... Did you read Flash Boys? No, I didn't read Flash Boys. I remember uh, all the celebrities. Sure. Selena Gomez. And Anthony Flash Boys is Boy, a book. No. Yeah, What's his he's name? in it. Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Oh, my God. Jordan, how dare you? Tony Bourdain. I keep on... Dot com. I... No, because I confuse him and Andrew Zimmer, so I can't remember which one's Andrew and which one's Anthony. That's actually fair. Each of these movies were an hour 30. Oh, no, the first one was hour 37, but um, that's a pretty tight 90. Yeah, it's it's all just set piece nonsense (laughs) for the most part. It's just set piece after set piece. Why do you guys think this movie didn't do super well? I was thinking about that today on my car ride home in my los angeles rush hour oh yeah by the way i am a hollywood matt campbell here with, <laughs> oh whoops with washington <laughs> sc <laughs> sunny and then um i don't know jordan Anna- what are you annapolis j-rod jordan goes to j-rod annapolis, annapolis academy <laughs> j-rod no j j something which Gerard, is... why do you think that Rush Hour Three didn't do well? <laughs> um, I I'm sticking to my guns. I think we had changed what we thought was an acceptable comedy, uh, mm-hmm. or what we thought was like what we wanted as a comedy, and we moved away from the the Rush Hours. We moved away from buddy cop movies and into um, into hard hitting drama well not dramas like, <laughs> but like stoner comedies like like uh mm. super bads and uh and uh knocked up and other J- judd apatow type movies and we i think wanted a grounded comedy we wanted an appetite we wanted we wanted to we had an appetite, we wanted appetite for apatow <laughs> we had an apatow um <laughs> this movie was also banned in china so. This movie was banned in China. Why? Yeah. Because of the triad depictions, I guess. But aren't the? I thought it was Yakuza that was in this movie. 
No, Yakuza is Japanese. Triad there is, is Chinese. Jackie Chan speaks Japanese. The main villain is Japanese. But he works with the... But he's right. a Japanese he person the... who moved to China. Oh, okay. That that actor is a Japanese man. Yeah. He's Japanese in the movie, too. Yeah, he is. He's, Jap- yeah. he's Jackie's Japanese brother. So uh, I think it would be weird for them to have the Yakuza in a, in like a Chinese movie. Yeah, it wouldn't make that much sense. Uh, but I guess, I mean, I don't see any numbers for Rush Hour 2 in China either. Maybe just because Jackie is so hated in mainland China. Yeah, maybe that's got to be it. We did so much of this podcast, and I did not realize that. Wait, <laughs> very wait. ethnocentrically, I thought that Jackie was even like liked there, but he is very disliked in mainland China. Is that a true... Why is he disliked in mainland China? It's politics. Yeah, probably. He's Man. loved in Japan, loved in Hong Kong, loved in America. But mainland China, has, if you look at his numbers, they don't do very well in, in mainland. Oh, interesting. Even yeah. with the, the the two bells, one road initiative? Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't think it does super well. Maybe it did, but I've been corrected a number of times on Reddit when I uh, post about Jackie Chan with... <laughs> People that don't have Jackie Chan podcasts that know more about him. Wait, wait. People are just waiting for you to post and be like, actually, Jackie isn't well-liked in mainland China. Do they always say that or do they say something else? It'll be usually something where someone will post something erroneous about Jackie Chan. And then I, with my like B-plus knowledge of him, will say something and then I'll stretch a little too far. Be like, yeah, Jackie's actually like had a really tough upbringing in the China Drama Academy and... Uh, it shows in his movies and they do really well in Hong Kong and China and stuff because of this thing. And someone will actually, people in China really don't like him very much. There's a big distinction between Hong Kong and mainland China. And then I go, that's actually fair, my bad. <laughs> I've done this at least four times. Why do you keep on doing the same thing over and For over? For the clicks, baby! <laughs> For the clicks! It's so like, trying... um... It's how it's like everyone the... acts on Reddit. You gotta... It gotta play the game it's like when a sexy lady drops her keys and she bends over just that way you gotta get attention some way (laughs) that's the only way i can do that's how i get sexual attention too is i drop my keys (laughs) on the floor and then i pick them up in my board shorts um so why do you think this movie didn't do so hot um i don't know probably people are tired (laughs) i don't know like it's a lot of time in between these movies and i agree (laughs) They, I probably, they probably just feel like, oh, we don't need a one, another one of these. Like, there's no, I, they don't really like end Rush Hour Two on like uh, something that like makes it interesting to see the third one or whatever. No, I agree with that. I, I think, think that Jackie, we had Jackie fatigue, which we talked about in America. Yeah, that's true. Is this? I wonder if this is his last big movie until he like starts going away. Oh, good question. Uh, we could easily find that out, and yeah. I will right now. I'm, I'm but also Chris positive. Tucker. There was Chris Tucker. I think was seen as sort of a joke at this point. Was this post tax evasion? E- Ooh, no, you question. said 2013. Okay, yeah. So I guess like this was his only thing, which is like it's become more and more apparent why. Like his kind of brand of comedy doesn't really work on a broad level like is it, it needs to be very specific situations that he can be yeah. funny i think because well, like even in silver linings he doesn't play a comedic character really 
Um, I'm looking over Jackie's American movies. The last movie he actually had in America that did anything was mm. our favorite, The Medallion, in 2003. Wow. So he was just not doing anything for us for like a five-year period. So yeah. I think he maybe he he hit his he hit his ceiling with he, yeah. the medallion, and then he had to come back to Earth. I think that with this movie, um, I I'm gonna I said it last week, and I'm gonna say it again. I think probably the steam that caused this to be a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Rush Hour 3 kind of not living up to the hype for uh, that long period of time, I think is possibly 9-11. It was this big, like, ramp up. No, it's, I'm being serious. I think there's a ramp up. <laughs> 9-11 ruined the Rush Hour franchise for us? Not, okay. not on purpose, but by... <laughs> when those guys were trading in Florida. If they had only known what they would do to the Rush Hour franchise, they would never well, have done it think about it they they hype it up it's going to be this big new oh next time it's going to be in new york there's going to be explosions there's going to be like taking it out they probably were going to do it just a few years later and then they probably didn't feel like doing it they probably were like oh we probably shouldn't do that Hmm. uh in the director commentary brett ratner said that uh they had really no plans of doing a rush hour three for a while they they didn't actually want to and then when they were going to do it in 2007 they wanted to do it in new york and the studio said that they didn't want to shoot in new york because they thought it would be kind of like very tough to get permits and stuff which it which it is it's hard to shoot an action movie in new york yeah Uh, especially one that has so much driving like a movie called rush hour yeah you Um, get a lot of shots of rush hour but Ratner said that he very much wanted it to be in New York. And then they said, well, you can shoot it in Paris instead. And he went, bon oui. <laughs> it's probably more expensive to shoot in Paris. Oh, yeah. Bro, I don't fucking know. Probably. They, they shot a lot of it in L.A. Oh, the interiors okay. were done in L.A. Oh, yeah. I think they shot the Eiffel Tower scene at the Las Vegas yeah. Eiffel Tower. You think so, George? They've had that, to. I, I could tell. Is this a bit? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit okay yeah they shot yeah. the real Eiffel Tower. <laughs> i wasn't sure i mean um, other than that other than that though you can't really tell anything else is specifically shot in france it's that cgi yeah. it's a 150 million dollars of cgi Jesus. that was needed for this movie. that reminds me of like i think some some one of the nancy meyer movies like the holiday or something has like a hundred million dollar cgi budget you talking Sid Meier? No, no, no. You're talking Civilization Five, <laughs> The Holiday, starring uh, Jack Black, and uh, I can't. Know, I don't know if it's Jude Law or the guy who you and McGregor. I think it is Jude Law. It's one of the two of them. I I um, have Jude Law, you and McGregor blind. Yeah. Okay. The Holiday had a hundred million dollar budget. Twenty five million dollars of it was CGI. What could that, that be? That doesn't even make sense. I have, what I have could no that idea. be? Can we... What? Who? Okay, it's Jack Black, Jude Law... Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet's not real. And She's then, the robot. Yeah. That's what it is. She's just data that it, they put on it's screen. It's Andy Serkis wearing uh, a green suit. <laughs> <laughs> that... Man, I watched the, the mocap 
for the reader, it's fucking awesome. Andy Serkis, does, they have to have some sort of award for that guy. Oh, man. Uh, have I told my story about the reader with to you guys? I don't think so. It's no. so long ago. I was on my first date with uh, my longtime ex-girlfriend, and we decided to go see the reader. Because, I, I don't know, it was out, and we both liked serious movies at the time. Yeah. And it still do. I like a nice drama, drama picture. Uh, we go to the reader, and sitting behind us are what can only be described as a very loud group of drunk, very queen-like gay men. Oh, like okay. Like four of them. In any time, <laughs> Kate Winslet is like, Nake shows her boobs or is like having sex with um the the underage kid that's in it they are like hooting and hollering like it's a completely different movie this is a movie where people are crying it's a holocaust movie it's a real bummer and i'm on a first date and behind me there's four guys that are just going nuts <laughs> at this movie it is one of the strangest experiences i've had in a movie and it was so rude that I couldn't... I wouldn't have said anything anyway. Was yeah. Rude. But what can you do at that point? They, I wasn't going to talk to them. How full was the rest of the theater? Stop. It was pretty full. It was okay. probably like the second week. And it was in New York City, like, art house. Jesus. I'm pretty sure. But maybe it was like Union Square. It I don't was, actually remember. And Alamo. It wasn't was kicked out. Kicked out. Oh, man. This shit. is pre-Alamo. Yeah. If only they could have remembered the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Max von Sydow's in this movie. Yeah, that's super wild. Who's Max von Sydow? He's made some weird choices in the past. You don't know Max von Sydow? No. He's the the uh, generic ominous European guy. Yeah. Oh, is he the um? He just studied with. <laughs> he's the what? He's the driver. No, that's an Israeli guy. Oh it. Oh yeah, yeah. that makes that guy's sense. great in this. Max that... von Sydow is in Star Wars, Jordan. Yeah, 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 and he's also in um the seventh the German in uh, Shutter Island. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, Jordan. I gave. I should give you more credit, Jordan. I didn't know if you would have. You would have gotten him. Yeah, but Seventh Seal is probably his like most famous joint. I would say he's in a lot of classic great movies. Very talented actor. Um. Yeah, it's weird that he's in it. They kind of always have somebody in it that is like playing an old stately white man that does a Yeah, they have like weirdly job. prestigious acting chops and they're like, We need you for this role. Philip Baker Hall is in this movie for like a minute and a half. Yeah. There's so many people in this movie that are like I the question is, do people get paid their like rate to be cameos or to like be in there for like a second? They probably get like union. Yeah, you can get Union Standard, but I think they got more than that. This budget's enormous. That's like, true. I'm sure. I'm sure they were each making like ooh, several hundred thousand dollars to be in this movie. At least the the big hitters were for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's um, like I guess like out of the one forty budget, a third, more than a third, fifty million of that went to Jackie and Chris. Yeah, that's and plus back end points for Jackie. <laughs> yeah. He made a lot of money on this, and Chris Tucker made much less money, which um, is perhaps deserved. This he's he doesn't give his best showing in this. I no, think. I he think he's like that. definitely. It feels like he's run his course. He's run his course. Maybe that's why we don't see another Chris Tucker film until uh, Silver until Linings. 
until Silver Linings, yeah. Does Chris Tucker need... Is Chris Tucker the only person in the world who is funnier when skinny? <laughs> it's always oh, the opposite. I don't know anyone who's funnier when they when they lose weight. Yeah. But he is like a little he's not he's like in good shape still. He's still like a regular guy. He's got a lot of face yeah. in this movie. He looks like he's just trying to escape his skin and it's unnerving <laughs> to me. Like he's running from his own skin. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it goes with the character, right? If he's a beat cop now? I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, when... Oh, let's just get, let's just take let's that and get, let's into, get it. into it. Movie starts with Rush Hour. They're yeah. in Rush Hour traffic. It's in Rush Hour. Apparently caused by how bad of a traffic cop Chris Tucker <laughs> he's is. He's not good Nobody... at anything. Nobody says Rush Hour. No. no. But literally, the only... They're in rush hour traffic at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Nobody says, oh, it's crazy that it's rush hour. Oh, I hate being in rush hour traffic. Or Chris Tucker could have literally said, I hate working rush hour shifts. Or like no, something I... like that. Like after no, the man. cars crash into each other. And then boom, it could have said rush hour on the screen. Everyone would have had a good time. Do they They never do that, actually, now that I think about it. They never show they never do a. They never do a title card. They're like, cat. wait, really? I've never, none of these movies have title cards. That's not true. Rush Hour, I know for a fact, Rush Hour 1 and 2 end on a title card. Oh, that might be, that might be true. And maybe even Rush Hour 3 does. Because I, I love when that happens, and I always make note when it happens. In when they end? You, you, <laughs> you like it better when they end on title cards? I think it's all, I think it's a really cool statement in mm. a weird way. It's like, I, I'm just thinking about, it's like I love the last, um... Like, I love the music that is picked for when it says directed by. Yeah, I like um, that, too. I always try to make note of that, and when I see... Like, Rush Hour 2 100% has it, and I think Rush Hour 1 also has it. Rush Hour 3 I didn't notice, but I was also kind of checked out. I think yeah. I was making dinner mm. when the last time I watched it. <laughs> Man, but um, he's a... What do you think happened? Do you think they just realized how bad of a police officer he was and they demoted him from detective to traffic cop? I mean, cop? probably. Like, the events, if you kind of think about it, it so this this starts three years after Rush Hour 2. And we find out later that him and uh, Ali had a falling out. So mm-hmm. if, like, it kind of follows that he's not really useful without Lee, then by himself he just kind of, like, stumbles back down into traffic cop territory but in the first movie he was a detective he started as the detective yeah that's true so he's been fully downgraded to even to what he was even before lee showed up. well he still introduces himself as detective so maybe that's just that's his a, why is he a traffic I think, cop though i think this movie doesn't know what detectives do that's possible <laughs> but but jackie is an inspector so they're also separate things these movies does Jackie live in America now? Is no. He, is he an LAPD officer now? I don't he, think so. I think he's the. Uh, I think he's still part of the Hong Kong police force, but he's like. But he just he, he just lives in America. No, now? here this is probably what he is. As his inspector role as part of the Hong Kong police force, he's most likely the bodyguard to the. Now he's not the consulate. He's the ambassador. Right. To to China. You are so, correct, Jordan. The same Han. So You're I think cr- I think he probably has like a cush 
job protecting his friend. Yeah, just smoking lots of dank. <laughs> yeah, weed was legal in 2005 <laughs> in California. Jackie was just huffing it. Jackie, going in. God, I really want to get that fucking biography. Yeah. I guarantee there's drug there's stories in dr- there. <laughs> there's no way this dude wasn't doing fat lines. I mean, at least, like, painkillers of some sort. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he didn't have a painkiller addiction. <laughs> yeah. The dude has broken every bone in his body. He he grew new bones and broke them. <laughs> his triglats. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but Jordan, you're right. He is the bodyguard. This is how bad... Th- I watched this movie three times. I forget that that... He spends so little time doing it. Yeah. That's the thing. He We only get that scene where he's defending <clears throat> the... the cons- Whatever his name is. Han... Yeah, and Han gets sniped out from a distance. Well, and then uh, they kind of keep him in there just as a cameo. You see his face, and mm-hmm. then right. right after you see his face, it immediately he's dead, or he's not dead, but he's like, he's like out down. of commission. Yeah. You never have to see him for the rest of the movie. A weird yeah. choice this these movies make is that like they seem afraid to truly kill off anybody. It's very true. Even people that don't fucking matter. Yeah, it's weird because even like I, even if they kill Han, I know it would feel artificial, but it, it would at least carry a little bit more weight into why they're doing this. It would it would make sense that like Jackie's father figure was killed by Jackie's brother figure. Yeah, right. Oh, if yeah, if this was like a real movie and it had emotional arcs. Yeah. It it just seems like this movie gets back to what Jackie Chan does, which is like just set pieces and then linking right. linking action. But they're like still few... poorly directed set pieces. Yeah, there it could be much much better. It, the, the, I think CGI was used as a crutch in this movie. Probably. It had to have been. Did in your Blu-ray version where you can see people's pimples and yeah. all sorts of things. Did you notice the cameo in the the courtroom scene? Uh, the courtroom scene? I, I don't think so. In the in the was somebody's is... like blackhead famous? Like why would the Blu-ray? Have <laughs> no, <been>? no. <laughs> I I just thought that you you had an even better view of people's faces. So you know in the scene where uh, Ambassador Han is on the stage. Oh, uh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. That's not a courtroom. He, I don't know what what do you what are the international council or whatever the world it is. court yeah the world court, um, so it was the world court, the world criminal court yeah so it was a courtroom so okay points go sure. to Jordan, <laughs> um so when um uh, Ambassador Han is on stage and he says he says that oh I I have a meeting and I know who um. I want to say Jun Tao, but it's not Jun Tao. What? Shai Shen. Shai Shen. I know what Shai Shen is. There's a guy who stands up and says, you're, you're lying. Oh, dude. yeah. That guy is in the first scene in the Rush Hour movie when Tom Wilkinson and Council Han are having a, uh, having a, um, a dinner, having that dinner party in Rush Hour 2 or oh. Rush Hour 1. He is one of the dinner guests, and he reprises cut. his role. You sure, think he's? You think he's the same person? He's liter- He's the same person. How do you know? I looked on. I looked on uh, IMDb, and I found the actor 
as oh. a person in Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 3. Oh, but, but I think Sonny's asking is, is he, he the, the, the same, same character. Right. He's, he's wearing very specific glasses. It would be a very mm. odd choice to make it not the same character. And he's already a friend to the console, so mm. it would make sense for him to be a high-level uh, Chinese diplomat and be at the World Criminal Court as a representative to China. Mm. Okay. Now, that's... I'm going to choose to think that that is what happened because it makes it more interesting. Knowing how we know this movie was made, <laughs> I'm going to assume that they did not do that. No. Because I, it was not made with that kind of care. A hundred percent. And there's another surprise character role that is not the same character. But another thing that I saw with my uh, my special eyes that when uh, when we get to the point of the movie, I'm going to send you the picture and you're going to tell me who it is oh god okay can you give me like a hint on what part of the movie it's later in the movie okay it's it's, that's fine it's a lot later it's probably in the it's definitely in the second half and probably in the last third okay 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 so we skip by the fact that uh chris tucker's the beat cop and he like kind of like sexually harasses Uh, he does a thing that in like a movie in in like 2016 would be like a thing that a bad cop would do and not the hero would do yeah. Oh, yeah, like but... use his power to like get some get like a date with these like girls who are bad at driving and like two beverly hills rich girls that are yeah it's weird this does make like... you feel jord tell me about it's... your emotions it's weird it's just like it's i don't super know gross. but certainly... it's also like yeah sure that's what i expect from detective carter but shouldn't you not expect that from Detective Carter? No, Carter is hero. a fucking pig. No, but he's a bad sure. person. Like the franchise yeah. has pretty much established that like he's not gonna change. But I think in Rush Hour One, you're it downplays that he's a bad person. He's uh, like, he like he takes the money at the end, and he does kind of bad things. But he's like still a good guy at heart. He still cares about the girl. Now he like. I don't know. It's three movies of him being like really weird and really right. Like, he hasn't like gross. grown at all. There's no arc. Yeah, to I, th- <laughs> I think, Carter. but society has grown around him. Yeah, for sure. He's like Eminem. He's like Eminem. <laughs> he's like Eminem. Perfect, Sonny. Explain it, Sonny. Explain why he's like Eminem. Because Eminem's still using like slurries in his raps. That's the whole about it. It's a that's been going on lately. I didn't listen to any of Kamikaze, neither, so I, neither can't, did I, I can't I, speak to the... I heard. He's still using the F word. Sonny, would it have been more worth of your time to listen to all of Eminem instead of reading 19 think pieces about it? <laughs> I read one... I, 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 no, I read one tweet about it. Maybe oh, okay. I, I, could, I could read more think pieces about it. No, that's probably like a 40-minute album. I don't want to listen to 40 minutes of Eminem in 2018. Sure, <laughs> It's weird. We, I was talking to some other friends, and I was saying that I have almost no nostalgic love for Eminem. It just doesn't, it just didn't really work for me anymore. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know. He he had his time, and Ooh. then I never revisited. What happens if you're, like, at the gym and Till I Collapse comes on? I don't know that song. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's a good, I, that would be a good gym song. It's like that song that's, like, in the trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare or whatever. Oh, I do love uh, "Lose Yourself." Yeah, as I think that's a yeah. truly great five-star song. 
Uh, he's but got a few of those. This isn't um, M and Them, our M and M podcast. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is chance planning. Uh, I to get back to Chris Tucker, I do think that his cat. I both think that it's it's both. You're supposed to go. This guy's a fucking dirty rascal. Yeah. But you're not supposed to think he's a bad guy. Right. Because I think the girls are made to be sort of like in their own way unlikable. So they, in the horrible logic of this movie, they deserve to be harassed in, in some way. They can't get away with being bad drivers without somebody doing something. Right. But, but it's like... just a very backwards, <laughs> terrible way to do it. Yeah. I mean, like, he just, he could just give them a ticket like a normal cop. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they say, they say the... Like, oh, is there anything? So I think the the way the movie is, it's supposed to be like, like they say, oh, um, like, oh, is there any, can't you just give us a warning? And then like it cuts away. And then in between them asking just for a warning and them cutting back, there has been some sort of flirtatious talk. Right, he hit him with the Carter like, talk. Yeah, he hit up with the Carter talk, and they they agreed to his Carter talk, and now they're like happy about it. They're like they're they're not even like oh we gotta go with this guy. But they're they're like not happy ecstatic. with it. No, they're like all right, I guess we gotta deal with this. No, they, I don't know. They seem to be into him. They're in a very good mood after being told being told by him that why are you so big. She's like, I have a thyroid condition. Yeah, it's like, and they're they're very happy with how things turned out after a car. What's the line that he says? Oh, he's like, what's a thyroid? Does he say like, stop eating thyroid? Yeah, something like that. Or like, your your thyroid ain't got anything with eating or something. I just like, I know this probably how isn't how movies are written, but I I like. I can't imagine like a forty whatever year old guy sitting down and just writing a scene like this. Yeah, no, well, if it helps like nine forty year old guys, yeah. this movie. um, god damn, there's this movie evidently had thirteen separate endings. It, it was Jeez. just piecemeal together. Yeah, it this had it had no. It seemed that Brett Ratner went. We're making Rush Hour three. Here are some things that I want in the movie. You figure it out. <laughs> it's the way that a movie should be made. Yeah. Piecemeal together by a money-hungry <laughs> lunatic with nine people getting paid exorbitant fees to do so. That's what makes great art. We also didn't mention why Jackie and Tucker aren't friends and Jackie and Tucker. Well, why Lee and Carter aren't friends anymore. You don't hear about it until later in the movie. They, they allude to it when Carter is calling Jackie and letting him know, or calling uh, Lee and right. letting him know um, that, oh, I have this, I have this girl for you to go out on a date with, um, and uh, Lee is just like, no, I'm like, I'm busy, don't call me, and uh, Carter alludes to, is this still what ha- about what happened right. in New York? Yeah, but he doesn't tell. We don't hear about what actually happened. Until way later in the movie. Yeah. And what did happen was... <laughs> Jesus. That he shot uh, Lee's girlfriend, the the Secret Service agent, Isabella. He shot her. Then she had to work at Poco In the Loco. neck or something? Yeah. yeah she, didn't, she didn't die. She he, It just makes it sound like she was severely handicapped. And then Carter... And then to Lee's credit, he... 
he left her, I guess. Yeah. So not good for him either. No, he, no, no, no. He, no. He probably stayed, and then she recovered, and the FBI took her back, and then she was like, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want anything to do with your friend. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm not in Poco Loco anymore. You think the Secret Service took her back after she got a job at El Poco Loco? That's I don't know what El Poco Loco <laughs> is. It's a fast food restaurant, bro. I thought it was El, El Pollo Loco. Po- it's El Pollo Loco, okay. Jordan. Yeah. I'm, I got Coco on the brain. <laughs> it's like Peruvian chicken that, or something. Polo Loco. Um, no, but... Um, they, I, they say that they, they take her back. They literally say... Ja- or, um, Lee says... That the FBI took her back as soon as she could blink. Secret Service. Secret oh, okay. Service took her back. I missed that four I mean, times. That's like still, <laughs> still a, like she, a weird. I don't know. Why do they have to manufacture that? It's not like they go through any like significant arc that they haven't gone through already, where they separate and are mad at each other for a brief period of time. Because this movie has a formula where they have to be <laughs> mad at each other, and then they have to like look at I guess, vaguely racist or yeah. explicitly racist images to be reminded of <laughs> each other. I when we get up to that, I can't wait to talk about it. I, I so badly want to say what Brett Ratner says about that. It's like 40 minutes of real time. It is so oh. strange and misguided okay. to what All he right. has to say. So, so what happens is they're at the thing. They're um, uh, the, amb- the um, ambassador... Uh, states that he is going to reveal who Shai Shen is. Yeah. Uh, he has some information. He gets said, Shai Shen's not real. Um, and after that, he gets shot by a sniper <laughs> through the window. Hmm. Same um, sniper, the DC sniper. <laughs> Sonny, can we call you the DC sniper? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, Why? I mean, if you want. I mean, there's two of them, well, though. Isn't it crazy that Gilbert Arenas was never nicknamed the DC Sniper? <laughs> he had good nicknames, though. Agent Zero? Yeah. The Gil Mamba? That was <laughs> no, I don't think that was real. So, so, so Jackie chases <laughs> on foot, and Carter hears over the radio um, the what's ambassador. going on. And the, he hears Chinese ambassador, and he steals the... the the women's car he commandeers it with them inside of it yeah while they're handcuffed i think does he handcuff them at that point when he takes their car or are they already oh, wait, are handcuffed? they handcuffed why would he need to handcuff i thought he was about to let them go no because it says specifically you handcuff these girls and then like then crash their car so i don't know if it's the initial handcuffing or that he can't handcuff them again mm. but we get a jackie chase which I think is the worst Jackie Chase in all three. It's of very clunky. Yeah, he does that lame, and it's not lame. It's still very impressive. We can't knock him for. He's a fifty-plus-year-old man yeah. at this point. He 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 climbs down a, uh, a like an overpass. Yeah. pretty much. Yeah, but it's just not as much. It's not as much fun as the other ones. Like in all the movies, there's a cool chase scene, and uh, and I feel like they're just doing these things because Brett. Or not Brett Kavanaugh. Um, <laughs> was it Brett Ratner? Uh, like because he's like, oh, this is what this is what the people want. Yeah. This is what this is what audiences want. They love. Did and the audiences like, love? It. Did you guys see yeah. uh, Mission Impossible Fallout? No, no I didn't oh see it. Oh my god! Mo- Movie Pass lied to me There's... this weekend, 
There's a scene where Tom Cruise is running in that movie, and it's like the most impressive running scene I've ever seen. Oh, I love him so much! And movies. You know what I watched over the weekend? What? Jerry Maguire. Oh. I've never seen it before. That movie is so good. Yeah, that movie is really good. And some and an Easter egg was unlocked for me while I was watching it. I was watching his. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Uh, kind of. I was watching and I went. You know who his performance reminds me of? Patrick Bateman, uh, Christian Bale in American Psycho. Oh. And then I look up American Psycho and Christian Bale based his performance on mid nineties Tom. That's Cruise. crazy. Oh wow. That makes sense like, now. He just said this. This. Uh, this deadness beneath smiling <laughs> eyes he did have a very dead smile oh, i think man. it's I love, become more tom genuine bell. as time has gone on probably is tom cruise making like a legitimate comeback now in a weird way he's, i hear so much goodwill about him yeah that i have even it's have like a, a wild goodwill. thing he I, like i think it's probably conditioning and propaganda from the <laughs> possibly <Scientology>. but he's <laughs> like willed himself through all the like crazy noise scientology did in the like early late 2000s just by doing yeah. crazy shit in mission impossible movies it's he's i mean there's always going to be people and myself included like scientology is bad news yeah um but I don't tom, like tom cruise is good for movies he's good for movies there's no movie stars left yeah and he does he does what he does he's a professional and like he's everything he makes is at least pretty good yeah. And it's weird a lot of the time. Like Jack Reacher is the weirdest Jack movie. Is weird. Um, Whatever. Fallout's really good though. Good running. Yeah, I'm I mean like that. The the chase scenes in that are just not gonna like they can't be topped hmm. at this point. I was so excited to see it on on Saturday. I mean, you couldn't and... like pay actual money to see it at this point. Yeah, but I got I my was... Cinemia card. Oh yeah. Are you paying for both now? No, I oh, canceled cancel movie, movie pass. pass. Okay. Oh, you're Ooh, so smart. Yeah. <laughs> you're so, Jordan, you can cancel it on air right now. Yeah, Send a do message. It. Do it. Bong. I canceled it. Wow. Oh, you already did? No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving them money to rip you off. I know. Well, I saw the Meg for free, so. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fuck me, You'll right? never get that time back. <laughs> I actually, that's one of the only movies. I saw it on Friday, and it's actually one of the only movies that I've, like, left towards the end because oh is that bad well it just i didn't care and the thing is when i go to the movies i have it's a very like special experience for me Mm. like i usually don't turn my phone off any other time and i'm partially addicted to it uh as we are in the society Mm, Uh, speak on that speak for yourself when i when i go to the movies i will turn my phone off and i like to just be there enjoying the experience of it and halfway through the movie, I turned it on, and I got a text with better plans. So I was just like, eh, I don't care, and I left. Like, That's funny. That's funny. One, I, um, at work, uh, I work for, I don't want to say where I work. I work for a popular entertainment movie streaming platform. Sure. One of the big ones. Yeah. I'm not going to say which. It's not Sporkle, though. <laughs> that's a, that that's a, a quiz site. It's not Sporkle. I don't work for Sporkle. 
No, I mean Sporkle, oh, okay. the quiz the site. Quiz you don't work, <laughs> don't work okay. there. It's good to know. Um, there was a Consumer Insights thing that was recent that did a gender-based study on um, movie-going habits mm. and movie-watching habits. I'm not going to say anything about this because I'm not smart enough. I'm not like a sociologist. Apparently, men on this platform are much more likely to watch, sit down and watch a movie than, to, than women are. It's like sixty percent of men will watch a movie over a TV show on this on not Sporkle, and women <laughs> will watch like a TV show over a movie like seventy one percent of the time. Interesting. Interesting. Versus a movie. I think part of it and might oh no, finish your thought. One of the things that was cited was that lots of times when women were asked about why they would sit down and mm. watch a TV show on not Sporkle. It was because watching a movie is too much of a commitment in their eyes. Obviously, not everyone, and I didn't do the study. <laughs> My thought would Let have me been just say, the um, collection isn't as focused towards female interests as it is towards men. Um, possibly? Like, you mean the film collection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's definitely possible. I don't know about that. But this was also said in terms of... Uh, well, yeah, it was in terms of um, movies that aren't on streaming services, but that is oh, okay. This is just general movies, too. okay. Yeah, but it was in it was in regards to both. The numbers were like yeah. kind of close. I just thought it was interesting. Seventy one percent is like a big that is a number. yeah, that's very significant. Yeah, yeah, it's not like six. It's not like fifty five, forty five. It's overwhelming. And then I spoke with my girlfriend and then my friend who was over, and they agreed completely. Huh. They said that like if you watch a movie, you have to like pay full attention. You can't be on your phone at all. I don't like I that. I don't know. I feel like maybe you that's shouldn't. why our girlfriends don't like... like our movie podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> I feel like if you have if you have a feeling about a TV show, you should have the same feeling about a movie. I agree. Like, I guess. Do you want me to get Ray in here to explain? No. I mean, no. TV <laughs> shows have like they are a larger investment of time in the long run. But yeah, like like you were saying. Each episode has its own specific plot, and you can like yeah. dip in and out. And mm. yeah, Rhea said you kind of know when you can tune out in a TV show, right. but in a movie, you need to. You only get ninety minutes, right? So you have to pay full attention. I love those ninety minutes, personally. Yeah, like I, I, I find it like really good to put down my phone and go to a movie theater. And then watch the Meg nine times in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way, except not with the Meg. Um, with most any other movie. I've seen. What's a streaming service that I can say I work for that is so irrelevant that it wouldn't matter? Oh God. Uh, uh, movie. Cinemax Now. Oh. <laughs> Stars. <laughs> Stars is a network. It's a regular network. I'm gonna keep saying not Sporkle. Yeah. This comes up. <laughs> I think that's a better. Um, I've seen two low-key, very good thrillers recently. This is unrelated to Rush Hour 3. What were they? Uh, they were Searching, and I saw mm. um, A Simple Favor yesterday, which is pretty good. P good? Yeah. It's a solid B, I think. Cool. I'm going to go start seeing movies again now that my Cinemia Pass came. Movie Pass actually did change the way I look at going to the movie, so kudos to them. Yeah. For real. It kind of changed my... my uh, habits yeah but now i'm just going to move on to a better product right i think <laughs> expensive better product. i think of the best thing that movie pass contributed is like showing big production companies that people still like seeing movies then yeah maybe they'll work harder in making better movies i hope so yeah 
Um, uh, okay, let's get back to shower. Su Young comes back. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, where are we? <laughs> So, you took such so a huge we, detour. So, uh, we find out at the at the end of this shit chase that the person who shot the ambassador is Jackie's. What's it called? Brother? What's a brother? Like they're like. No, he says that he calls him his something. It's, his name is him... Kenji. Right. No, his name. It's like Kenji. it's like a foster brother, right? He, it says on Wikipedia, foster brother okay. specifically. What's brother in? in chinese he didn't say the word for brother he said something like specifically foster brother i think which i don't uh, know what that is no it's because like he's, his half brother or some he calls some him his brother like and then chris tucker's like your brother yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> never mind got a brother uh, all right but um uh at the same time as jackie is has the gun on him he lets him go, and Chris Tucker and the girls, like, drive the sport car down the alleyway. They almost hit Jackie. Uh, we get a scene where Jackie is not in the shot at the same time as the car, so it mm-hmm. doesn't look as cool. Yeah, it's, it's just, bad. like, the car drives, Jackie jumps, the car hits. It's very uneventful. Yeah. Uh, I think so it's the scene Ken- they use in Every Parent Painting, too, to demonstrate it's- the opposite of a good... What what's bad about exactly. modern Jackie? We got when we're done with this, we should 100 percent watch The Foreigner, um, as our next movie, just because yeah. he he kind of gets back to basics in a in an albeit like physically limited role, but he does what he does well mm. in that movie. Okay, I'll be down, down for yeah. it. Yeah, that could be our next one. But so what happens after that is they get away, uh, and they're able to um, to uh, get to. Uh, oh, they, they, they go they and go they meet Han. Sue Young at the hospital. Yeah. And they find out that she, uh, that um, Shai Shen. Yeah, uh, well, Shen. Right. Shai Shen, uh, that information was delivered to Sue Young at her, uh, uh, the school that she works at. It's like right. a martial arts school yeah. that she trains at. Works her at. age doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. She should be Could... twenty five, right? She started this. No, tw- no, she started no. at twelve. This is and three years after that. No, it can't be three. It's three years after Rush Hour. Rush Hour two. No, it's it, it says that two. Rush Hour two takes place two years after. So it's five years. So she's a seventeen. Yeah, she's like a kid. So she's like, let's say she's no, no, no. Wait, Rush movie. Hour Two takes place four days after Rush Hour. Is that? Are we actually going with that? I thought yes, they said that. we That's are. What Wikipedia says. So it's she, textual. Three so, years after the events of Rush Hour Two, so, so she should be fifteen. Yeah, she's fifteen, at most. and Chris Tucker's being like, "He's a fucking weirdo." Wow. <laughs> he's a fucking weirdo. I think some people aged in the the movie time, and some people aged in the real life time. I mean, it's not the same actress. I know. No, I think that would have been cool if they got the same actress. She would have been twenty five or something. Probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, but Jordan, you were saying before we went off. Oh, so she they have to go to this um, uh, to the the martial arts academy. 
uh, to get from Su Young's locker the information for Shai Shen. So they go there and they end up, Chris Tucker's like trying to get the information and Jackie's just like, no, we can't get the information. We have to listen to the rules that they have set out. Um, and then we get, we get the fight with the big baddie. The we giant. Get a, we get who is a, a Chinese basketball player. Yeah. I don't know if he's a, a basketball player from somewhere else or something else no. that you are aware of. I don't think he ever played in the NBA or anything. No, okay. he didn't. So he's just a Chinese basketball yeah. player. Mistake number one in the movie. Brett Ratner said, bring me Yao Ming. Oh, no. And they gave him this guy instead. Did they try to pass him off as Yao Ming? <laughs> Cause that no, no, no. I don't think funny. so. No, no. The His casting guy just said, we have a guy seven inches bigger than Yao Ming. This guy and also re- could significantly like like wider than yeah. Yao Ming. Oh, he's a, he's, he's a giant. Massive. This guy, I I have I actually looked up if this guy was still alive because he looked like he should probably be dead because it's been eleven <laughs> because years. Of his thyroid since, condition. I that is that is what I thought honestly because that he's guy so lo- tall he should be dead. He looks like the guy. He reminds me of the guy from um, like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and stuff, who's hmm. certainly dead. The, the really is... big guy with gigantism who's like an actor. He's also in Bubble Boy, I think. Either way. Uh, but whatever. He, this guy looked like he should be dead. Uh, he's not, thankfully. Um, and he, he beats the crap out of both Jackie and Chris Tucker. And then we get everybody's favorite joke in a movie, which is a who's on first joke. Oh, God. I Chris Tucker said not. he didn't want to do it. Chris Tucker I'm... said, it's bad, it's dumb, it's been done a million times. And Ratner said, no, it's great, do not it. Good. It was so stupid. It was like, <laughs> it was like the, the, the comedy of this movie at its worst. Yeah, it was very bad. Uh, but um, like, the thing is, the, yeah, because this this, the end of the scene is actually one of the examples where like Chris Tucker can still be funny without those bad racial bits. Because the way he delivers, that what you talking about? That man's too damn big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris Tucker's still funny in this movie. Like he's just not a plus yeah. funny. I don't think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, oh my god! And then I just remembered that like when he was back at the police station with Jackie, or like he tries to argue for his reinstatement or whatever, and he talks about mm. the Iranians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how that's probably the most racist thing <laughs> that this franchise has ever done. Man, I don't remember specifically oh, man. what so was he, said at he that He specifically point. says, he says that they were terrorists. Yeah. And then the, oh my God. his, his detective or the, uh, his, um, who's the same, um, the same commander right. as he had in the, in the, the past. Bill Bigger yeah, Hall. Bill Hall. Yeah. It's he, he says, um. He says they they're, weren't terrorists. They're scientists. They were scientists. Yeah. And like Chris Tucker's like, no, they were terrorists. And he was like, they they work at UCLA or yeah. something like that. And he's just like, eh, I don't care. Just because they cure cancer <laughs> doesn't mean funny. they don't <laughs> something. Oh, my God. Bad. Um, fun thing about this giant fight that uh, Ratner said that Jackie did was Jackie Chan said, 
this guy's big. We need him to be bigger. So do you remember the scene when um he's like stepping on Jackie's foot? Yeah. The giant yeah. is. Yeah. They put. They made it even like a bigger shoe for this guy to wear. Oh my Jackie God. said that size 19 isn't big enough. Wow. So they made like a size 24 shoe. Oh man. That fight was. I actually like the giant yeah. fight. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. Apparently they had written it for every movie and it just never was made. Like the, they just decided to use it for that movie. Yep. They just Frankenstein to pieces. I. Kind of- I think it's a really good scene. It's, it's probably exactly the like, like one of the more coherent action scenes of the movie. Like for it sure, was, it's a good fight. It's exactly what I was talking about when we watched um, uh, Kung Fu Yoga about my disappointment in the in their giant guy mm. and their giant guy not being big See, enough. See, I don't remember that. This at guy, <laughs> this guy uh, was big pick, enough. It's a poquito giant. <laughs> <laughs> too tiny uh this guy is a mega giant <laughs> also this is the biggest man i've ever seen in a yeah movie. for sure so what we have after this is immediately after this they they find out from the master that master you right master you that's the joke Bull- oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so master you tells them that there were guys who showed up earlier in the day with guns and they um they took whatever was in uh, Su Yun's locker. So mm-hmm. they go back to the hospital, and it, all the cops left to go somewhere or mm-hmm. something. So they're just left there, um, and they have a um, they get ambushed, attacked by the triads, uh, and uh, they it's a really not good fight scene. Yeah. It just kind of happens, and what it's a whatever fight scene. Um, yeah. And then we get a bunch of them get killed, uh, but one of them survives. And the one that survives, uh, we get the nun scene. Mm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the best lines in any Rush Hour movie happens during that scene, during okay. the shoot, end of the shootout. So the whole thing is that they get him and they're trying to interrogate him. Yeah. And he speaks French. Yeah. He doesn't speak um, Japanese or Chinese or anything that other characters in this movie speak. Mm. Because uh, Chris Tucker speaks Chinese now. He's, like, speaking to the guy in Chinese, right. and the guy doesn't answer back to him. And he's speaking, and Jackie Chan's like, he's speaking in, speaking French. He's like, didn't ask him stuff. He's like, I don't speak French. And then Chris Tucker <laughs> shakes him down and says, you're Asian. Stop embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, stop making a fool of yourself. It's really funny. Yeah. It's such a strange thing to say. That's some, like he's making, like he's joking. Like yeah. He doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. That he should be embarrassed. That's a five star Chris Tucker line. <laughs> but okay. But then Jordan the nun. So the nun cut. They they get a nun from upstairs who speaks French. She's the mm-hmm. only person who speaks French. And they get her to. Uh, My girlfriend translate. thought that was Maggie Smith. Yeah, I thought that was. I too. thought it was Maggie Smith too. You guys are all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, Maggie Smith is not doing this. Movie yeah, I was like, there's no way she's fucking doing this. What the fuck are you talking about? She, she, <laughs> like, they got someone who looks. This is like in Maggie the middle of all the Harry Potter movies. Maggie Smith's not doing yeah. this. Be like, yeah, let's pop into a Rush Hour three real quick. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty cool if that was the case. Uh, but uh, we get. Um, so this is, I think, uh, I think I don't think it's a step in the, I don't think it's a good step. I don't think it's really a smart decision, but I think it's a smart step in the right direction okay. for um, 
for them to include somebody using the n-word but not have to actually say it sure yeah, sure like, yeah, i guess so that's what you're into right jordan is people <laughs> saying things like the n-word without tip, actually saying it? Around no, the I'm, I'm trying to point out that it's obviously i think bad that that because Chris, brett radner still chooses to include this when he probably was told by lots of people not to include it in the movie it's not something that adds to it. It's only something that can make people uncomfortable at this point. Um, yeah. At, at the very least, he doesn't have actually somebody saying it unless you speak French. He probably doesn't even say yeah. it if you speak French. I, bet, I, don't, I honestly don't think it was... It was mm, I'm pretty sure he says it. I'm pretty sure it's, Is there an, it's a... See, I don't know. I don't pro- know how languages work. I hear... I mean, I know... What I think you're saying, and I'm not, I'm not, unless I'm totally wrong, is I'm pretty sure he just says, like, the word black in French. I think he says... Like, that's just the color black. But he probably says the way of saying it in French that's, like, the the derogatory way of saying it. I guess. Maybe. I don't don't know. There's certainly I'm not going to trust this movie. Uh, (laughs) I mean, apparently Jackie Chan knows fluent French. Speaks fluent French. Like a Dude's crazy. incredible. <laughs> Japanese, French, Spanish, yeah. English, yeah. two types of Chinese. He's awesome. Um, but we we get a scene. Um, they go to Paris. Yeah, so we we find out They're they like, have to go to Paris. Which is, I guess, an okay jumping clu- conclusion. Hold on, guys! You guys are going nuts. I know it's late Eastern time, but you gotta get jacked up on cold brew. You guys are, are forgetting we, how Chris Tucker tries to straight up murder this guy. Oh yeah, I think that was a. He literally tries to kill him. That was him. a bit. That was like a, one of the. No, bits. I think he tried to kill him. No, it was a bit. It was like one of their he, interrogation bits. He wanted him to. He wanted him to to give him the information. I think Jackie was in on it. You think so? Yeah. He was. Brett Radner made it sound like Chris Tucker improvised that line. Oh really? Wait, yeah. which one? Where he like pulls the trigger? When he pulls the trigger, he's like, Lee, I'm trying to kill this man. Uh. <laughs> Don't you know I'm trying to kill this man? Like, Wait, is it racist to do a Chris Tucker impersonation? Um, I don't think any of Sonny, you have to answer this. Jordan can't answer this. <laughs> can answer this right now. It is racist to do a Jackie Chan impression. So I do, We don't try. I did that one time. If I get a woman in here, is it better? <laughs> can she be a better person? If you and my girlfriend talk about it, Sonny, uh-huh. and you come to an sure. answer, can I do a Chris Tucker impression? Mm. No, fine. Forget it. But he, like, I th- honestly think he was trying to murder him. And then he just... He just, <laughs> he just didn't have I don't bullets. know. I think even by Carter's standards, that would be a lot. That would be cold-blooded <laughs> murder. Yeah. <laughs> He killed like four people a couple minutes ago. That's true. He did. He did. Yeah, but they they were shooting. So you're allowed to kill somebody if they're shooting Rules at you. Rules of engagement. Tied to a chair. Not Jordan, cool. you believe in staying your ground, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just said if someone's shooting at you or look threatening, you can shoot them. I hey, whoa! You're putting words in my mouth. I didn't. We just we decided that we would edit it out when I'm bringing it back. <laughs> It was nah, really problematic. You talked about it for minutes. Let's 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 skip this part. Um, so okay. they infer that everything's in France because this guy is French. So they go to France. Yeah, Paris. Well, they say a French word. Also, they say 
Franklin Delano, they say FDR. Oh, yeah, FDR Boulevard. Did they say FDR Boulevard? Uh, Famous Frenchman FDR. <laughs> the, the, the FDR Parkway. Um, so they, okay, this is, they get to France and they're immediately searched by uh, Roman Polanski. Yeah. Does a cavity search on them, plugs their butts, hits them with, with uh, uh, yellow pages, sure. yellow books. Don't. What is the point of this? I don't know. To to he tells them that you are not allowed to do, don't be. I guess they have an international reputation, the Rush Hour boys. <laughs> the Rush boys. Hey, this one guy shot his other partner's <laughs> wife in the face. They're fucking on a Just, lot. Just yeah, of lists. keep them, keep their pictures up. They've been involved in so many bombings. Yeah, wherever they go. Um, but uh, they meet my favorite character in this movie, the, the the taxi driver. I don't remember what his name is. Um, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, Robert De Niro. <laughs> name is George. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, as Wikipedia says, staunchly critical of Americans. Yes. Now here's Brett Ratner talking about this character. Brett Ratner says in a lesser movie, and this might actually be true. I don't know why I'm making fun of him. Um, <laughs> They would have Jackie and Chris Tucker talking shit about French people in Paris. Oh my God. But in this, we're going to have a French person talking shit about America. Patting himself on the back. And he's going, I'm mm. so smart. I swerved when I, I zigged when I could have zagged. I zagged on him. God, that's that's literally not. The whole stereotype <laughs> is that French people don't like Americans. It's not Americans don't like French people. Yeah, but it's also that Americans <laughs> are bad tourists. Yeah. But the whole point is that, like, Americans are... People in France don't like America, and they don't they like do Americans. Not. And they're From what I found, they do not like us very much, which is understandable. Yeah, unsurprising. Like, whatever. I was treated very poorly <laughs> in France. <laughs> um, but he... he again, uh, Chris Tucker puts a gun up to this guy's head yeah. and makes him sing the national anthem because they were having an argument. How he got... Jesus Christ, he's a terrible he's very police bad. officer. Yeah, I, I don't understand how he thinks he's allowed to do that. The The crazy part is George drives him to their destination. They tell him to wait outside and... when they go into this <laughs> casino. And, like, after Chris Tucker has put a gun to his head for saying he didn't like Halle Berry, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't leave. He stays nope. there. He waits for them. And then they, after the, the casino scene, they come back, and he's just like, you can kill me, you can do whatever you want, I'm not going to listen to you. But, like, he's acting like he was under duress the whole time he was waiting in the car. And he wasn't. He was just sitting in the car waiting for them to come back. It's such an odd choice. Oh, man. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia. They don't even say the name of... Uh, are like femme fatale in this gem oh oh i don't think she has a name jean v is jean viev jean viev is the not the femme fatale you're talking oh, about the, the oh i call her the femme fatale i'm not talking about um i honestly think that woman might be named dragon lady please yeah her name is dragon lady <laughs> jasmine oh, geez. oh my god <laughs> her name is oh, dragon lady oh my god how has this movie gotten politically worse how did it go uh, back from yeah. from Chris Tucker not knowing what Chinese food is to somehow being worse? He still thinks sushi is Chinese. 
I mean, he's not a smart man. He's not, he's not a smart man. He can't take a filter fish, though. Um, but at this, um, at this casino scene, we have uh, Chris Tucker meeting Jean Vieve, who's a French woman who apparently wasn't good at English. Mm. They said that she was terrible, like, she couldn't deliver lines. So they had to give some of her lines to um, Max von Sydow <laughs> later on in the movie. Just some expositions she couldn't get out? Just some... Because they couldn't have her do it. She doesn't know how to act. It was pretty much what they said. And they hired her. <sighs> she fucking... She shaved her head for this movie. She really did. Probably they her hired head. her because she was willing to shave her head That's for this garbage stupid. movie. <laughs> Bert Ratner actually said she already had the tattoo on her head. <laughs> That's why they kept it, because she had those you gotta Japanese hire this on one. What if she... Chris Tucker just tries to woo her again. Chris Tucker finds her super, super attractive. Yeah. And she's a pretty lady, yeah. but I think... I don't know. She looked better with the shaved head. Yeah, I agree, Her actually. hair was... Her wig was bad. Yeah. Um... What do you think, George? Let's talk about this woman's appearance. <laughs> no. What do you think? Answer. I think she's a very attractive woman. Of course she's... she is. She's in Rush Hour 3. Yeah, I know. Um, Nate... Would you like shaved head or no shaved head? <laughs> uh, and don't say equal. Not shaved head. Not shaved head. You liked her wig? That's fine. With the wig. I thought it was a nice wig. That was a bad wig. Um, the Dragon Lady is also very bad in this movie. I wrote down. She, does she have lines? She has one line. Someone is gonna die here tonight. No, and it's you. She she has two lines. When she says, "So Jackie Chan follows her oh. up to her room after she says, she, oh yeah, nothing else happens. She just comes up to him and says, like, you know why I hate cops? And he's like, why? Yeah. And she's just like, even when they're with a woman, they still are only thinking about how they're gonna get their yeah. man." Like, and then he's just like, oh, I should probably go with this, this lady upstairs. You know what happened when whatever of the multitude of writers wrote that line, he, he was writing it in some dark place, like in his house. And he went to like his, his shitty son (laughs) or his shitty daughter and said, look what daddy did today. Look what daddy did. Give me a high five. Give me a high five. He goes, not now, Dad. It's 2007. I'm playing uh, Resident Evil 4. I'm playing Madden 2K7. <laughs> That'd be 2K8. Oh, man. If he was playing 2K7, they're poor. <laughs> this is a poor guy. Um, but Jackie has a fight with her. In this fight scene, he breaks his sternum. Oh, yeah. I think oh, I really? saw that in the uh, outtakes. That's when it happens. I conflated the outtakes in this movie with the outtakes in the second mm. movie. I think. No, they're in both. He he smashes a coffee table right, into yeah. his chest and breaks his sternum. Oh my god. This up. is that's fucking heavy. Yeah. While that's happening, Genevieve wins a hundred thousand euros yeah, just like, in one hand of Baccarat. I don't know how Baccarat works, but I can't imagine that's like a, how that happens. It's it's insane. Like that means that she had to I don't I don't think it's probably like a you'd probably saying You've won a hundred that. That means you have to almost at least have like close to a hundred thousand dollars on on the yeah. line for like that hand. Fifty maybe. It's just. I guess crazy. if you're like a child, yeah, I don't know the rules. Sense. Yeah, I don't know the rules for yeah. it. We we've seen some big some big money scenes. Like we obviously had the scene in uh, Rush Hour Two, mm. the Nelson Mandela scene. Yeah. Aren't you guys crash. proud of me for not saying Chris Rock at all today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no, maybe I'm getting ahead of it. I'm getting maybe ahead of it. Maybe we've just gotten so used to it. You know, we don't notice when you say it now. 
I didn't. Yeah. I made sure. I on the ride home, I just said Chris Tucker over and over again, so I wouldn't say it. Um, yeah, the whole second act of this movie is just nothing. It's just a not nothing happens. So, so what happens after that? We we get them leaving, and we get the chase scene in the car um, where they're being where um, the Frenchman gets a George mm-hmm. gets a um, gets a taste of what being an American right. is. Uh, and they drive crazy. They like are on, they're like half on like their side of their vehicle, but they eventually fall out of the vehicle and they get picked up by a van. And in the van is, um, is what's a, is what's their name? Um, Kenji, uh, Kenji's men and Kenji's men take them into the sewer Mm -hmm. and they say something about the French Every movie about France and it's like the these French kind of sewers. They, yeah. they just bring them to the sewers, the sewers. They're like, "Look at these sewers! They're crazy here!" Like, they're... <laughs> <laughs> I do think there should be a movie just with Chris Tucker like talking about sets. Yeah, man, it's sunny here. <laughs> Damn, look at that airplane. <laughs> this is, is this before but... this is before they have the fight. This is bef- what fight? Were they like? break off and then they both meet yes, at the this dance. is before they have the fight because they have the fight when they're in the hotel right okay so what happens is they go um they get accosted by kenji kenji's like i'll let you guys leave but jackie or um lee says oh what about um the the consul or the ambassador han yeah. and soon uh soon yun and and he says, no, they're going to, they have they gotta to die. die. So Jackie's like, die. nope, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait around and have you kill yeah. them. Uh, so they, they go to kill them and they, they escape. They jump down like a drain pipe yeah. and they like escape through the French sewers. So this is when I realized that this movie has two specific beats that are also in Wild Wild West. Oh boy! Wait, wow, what? Wow, wow. So the first one is when Jackie is with that the dragon lady in the room and they're fighting. Yeah. Right. Do you guys remember that from Wild Wild West? Okay. Yes, no. I remember that. Because in Wild Wild West, he's like in a room where there's also a woman, right? And but there there are like other people there to ambush him, and he shoots them all. Yeah. Um. The second beat is that scene when they all fall into the sewer, is. That same scene in Wild Wild West is when Will Smith and Kevin Klein are in, like, the poop pit. The poop pit. I don't remember a poop it's pit. It's when they have the collars on their necks. I remember the collars, spinning, but not and a they poop all, pit. They jump towards each other, and they connect, and then they fall into a poop pit. I'm realizing oh. now I might not have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is crazy. That movie is more Kevin crazy. Kevin Klein is in that yes, movie? Yes, Kevin Klein is in that movie. He's the, the second lead. With, Will's, with, with Bill. the Bill, Billy, Billy Smith, <laughs> with Bill, with Billy um, Smith. <laughs> so they escape and they go back to the hotel, and um, they uh, they get uh, they get a room together. Get a room, and in the room is where they have that fight. Yeah, and ja- uh, uh, T- uh, Carter um, accuses Lee of letting his brother go in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, uh, which is true. He did let him go. He did. It's true. It's very stupid of him. Yeah. So he point break shot him. Yeah. 
and then we wouldn't have a movie. <laughs> uh, but they they go away, and now we get to Matt's favorite scene in the movie. Uh, no, this isn't my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, Did you actually think it is, or is that a bit? Yeah, this is your the scene where they, they have the fight and they go away from each other. That's not and... my favorite scene, but oh. I do want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about it. Okay, so here's what happens. They split up, and uh, I'm just going to say what happens without giving any other context. Jackie Chan decides to go order chicken and sweet potato pie. <laughs> to room service and chris tucker goes to a chinese restaurant and watches short the short one of the short round scenes oh my from god Jones yeah. movie smiles and wistfully. then gets mushu yeah he smiles he smiles blissfully at this young asian boy to those watching at home very racist yeah. scene like you get it where you're watching and they're like oh they're they're embrace they're trying to learn about get the it? other one it's just brett rander saying get it get it get it <laughs> But al- also, Jackie is watching, uh, he's watching, like, a, a National Geographic movie oh my God, or documentary yes. about, like, oh African God. tribes. Oh, I didn't oh realize God. that one. I forgot that part. Uh, yeah, it's, no. it's real That's the bad. worst one. <laughs> Holy shit. I must have just clocked so now, out after, like, I, I oh. saw where the scene was going. It could it be, be great movie. if they both started jacking I, off at the end. <laughs> But it certainly looks like it's like a National Geographic movie Ugh. about like like villages in Africa or something like that. Yeah, it's bad. Here's what Brett Ratner has to say about it. He doesn't think that it's like even necessarily played for laughs. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's showing how through their years of friendship, they've actually like grown to love the other one's culture. Yeah. And therefore, their comfort foods are now the other person's comfort things. I mean, Which, I guess, makes you think that Jackie Chan, like, loves Indiana Jones and that short round character. Right. And that Chris Tucker loves National Geographic documentaries about African tribesmen. It, it, that, that is, it, hearing his explanation for it made it so much worse. Like... Oh, it, it is one of the strangest inclusions in this movie, and it did make me laugh. <laughs> I will say I mean, that I laughed because it's fucking insane. It, there's like, I don't know what would have to go through your head to be like, yeah, let me get this in there. What was the song that was playing at the time? I don't remember. It's a very popular song. I I can't think of the song that it is. I I don't know the song. It's like a lo- um, along the lines of one is the loneliest number. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's it, not it, that song. I know it, for it, a fact it's not that song, but it's a different song of of that ilk. It's a huge song. It's it's crazy. Um, I'm checking the Rush Hour three soundtrack to see if it's on there. <laughs> but it, that scene is crazy, and from it we have. Do we immediately go to the Genevieve um, yeah, yeah, right. scene? We go to when the, Ca- when okay. Carter's walking around, he finds Genevieve's... Uh, bur- is that burlesque? Yeah, I guess it's burlesque. Cabaret? Uh, it's, it's, a cabaret. Ca- it's more cabaret than it is burlesque, True. I think. Um, but we have like the Bonnie and Clyde scene where... Well, well first, first, Chris Tucker he pulls the Donald Trump. goes into a, a room... Of, yeah, I was thinking. It's like literally the Donald Trump yeah. thing. It's the the scene where Chris Tucker goes into a room full of half naked women and is just he tricks like them into... he 
Yeah, he says his name is Bubbles, and he's the new choreographer, and he needs to see all their moves and stuff like that. And he like calls <sighs> he calls some of them hybrids. Yeah, or something I don't like that. Understand? What does Even that mean? Like, does that mean biracial people? I guess. I I'm pretty but he sure was, he calls them. He was so before that he was he was like referring to them as their uh, hair colors, and then yes. he goes hybrids. But like, even the most misogynistic version of that doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. it's it's deeply ups. It's like super upset. It's upsetting now. I feel like even back then it's pretty fucked yeah. up. Two thousand seven, we know better. Uh, keep in mind, uh, this this writer is writing the Lion King movie. <laughs> What's this that? writer is writing the Lion King movie. Oh, right. So. Okay. I think this movie was a lot of the choices were made by Brett Ratner. Yeah, yeah, we don't know who actually yeah. wrote what. I'm not going to I'm not gonna knock this guy because I don't know. I don't know enough. Yeah. He also wrote Catch Me If You Can. So that's true. That's that fucking great. True. That's that a great a movie. Great movie. So um, we have. What if Lion King is just catch me if you can? <laughs> I mean, I'd be down for that. <laughs> That'd be the best movie be ever. <laughs> uh, so we, what we get is, um, we get Jackie and Chris Tucker, or uh, uh, Lee and Carter, um, saving Genevieve's life by doing a like, they like get her out in out of the way at the last yeah. minute when they were gonna get shot. And then they yeah. do a duet of oh, a song yeah. that I can't remember. I don't know. Chris Tucker does a great falsetto. I'm going to assume it's it's not a Michael Jackson song. It's it's because... the over and over again. Yeah. The, 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 I don't know what the name of that song the, is. The but... Bonnie and Clyde scene that's in that is actually pretty yeah. good. I thought that, that dance number was pretty cool. I like the song, actually. I think it's kind of cool. But then the triad are there to kill jean in the most public way possible. Yeah. With their, well, they're doing AK forty seven gunshots are going on in the song, so they think that will alleviate the sound of gunshots when they actually kill her. But yeah, or they'll think it's part of the show, which the crowd yeah. does do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they end up rescuing Genevieve. Um, is there like a chase scene, or do they just get out? They just get out. I think they, they just, just get out and go back to the hotel room. Um. And yeah from it we get uh Genevieve, she's in another room and jackie says that they need to put on a dirty movie yeah and... <laughs> what the fuck does that mean like why why is that his go-to i don't i don't know but then during the 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 credits scene the bloopers we hear That's that funny. it was brett ratner like He's saying feeding him nonsense he wants to I like one yeah. woman in <laughs> a horse I like how that was Isn't the one, one he didn't understand. A horse, right? Yeah. Okay, so I want to I want to make this point though. We okay. are acting like Jackie doesn't. Oh, I'm so innocent. I don't know what I'm doing. We literally watched Double Dragon, not Double Dragon, Twin Dragons, and there's a joke about a movie with a woman being fucked by two pigs or two dogs. <laughs> So Jackie can pretend like he doesn't know what he's doing and he's like this innocent, but like that is a that is proven to be a lie by his actual movies that we've seen that aren't his American image. True, that's true. Um, so as Jen, so they have separate rooms and um, Tucker is going to uh, take Jean Vievre to Brown Town. It seems like. Um, 
I don't remember it's how he race. seduces her. Race. No, I'm talking about sex in the butt. <laughs> yep. she, I don't. I don't think he really seduces her. He's just like. He says. She says that she's been a bad girl, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Both of them. Like, well, it's they're both very unconvincing. Or at least. She yeah, is. she's she, she's a, one of the things that Ratner says is to have like Chris Tucker. You need someone that knows how to act across from him, because if not, yeah. his performance can't be grounded. Yeah. Um, and just woman, this woman is a very not good actress. Yeah. Um, she's okay. So they're they're are they they're making out? It seems they're like. making out. Yeah. They seem like they're more than making out based on heavy the, petting. They're heavy petting. Yeah. Uh, she there's some grinding going on. Uh, they're I don't out know about here, that. They're out here grind. She is she is half naked sitting on his lap. She's grind. What is she? Bob Burnquist? The way she's grinding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is she okay. Bucky Lasek? That is a funny joke. I, I will give you that. One more. Uh, is she Eric Costin? That's oh, I don't know, know that one. one. I, I he know was about a street the Bob. skateboarder. I was thinking okay. about him this morning. Is he a character in Tony Hawk's Pro Skateboarder? <laughs> The only way I know. He is. He's in the second one at least. Mm. I didn't is play it the second one. Rune Glyphberg? No. <laughs> um, so that happens and we get an attempted murder by um so here's my question though. Does it look like Genevieve is reaching for a gun to kill yes. Carter? Yes. It doesn't make any 100%. sense. She but, she says I'm gonna slip into something more comfortable and comes out with a gun. But it never, yeah. ha- nothing ever happens later, like no. that makes you believe she would want to kill Carter. We we don't know that she's like a part of this assassin triad yet, right? But well, I guess in case things go bad, she could kill him. But she almost got killed at the thing. She already thinks she's gonna get killed. It's a dumb movie. It doesn't make any sense. But this is the best line in the movie, though. Is what is the scene. best line? It's when she goes. I got a sl- she goes to the bathroom and she opens the door and he goes she goes uh, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable and Chris Tucker goes do you want some matches or something I guess <laughs> assuming that she means she's going to take a big shit <laughs> wait <laughs> that, what that is, that is pretty funny yeah, that's I mean, a really I, funny line I did not I did not catch that like she he thought that she was just lying to like to get around the fact that he's no, going to take it's a like poop. No, it's like a Chris Tucker line. Oh, no, I think she said, I'm going to get more, let me slip into something more comfortable. It's just like, I'm going to go take a shit. That's going to make yeah. me more comfortable. Brett Ratner says that's his favorite line in the movie. And he says uh, that it makes most audiences, like, lose their mind. I think that's a yeah, great line. That's funny. I didn't notice that that joke. is what was said. Like, I didn't understand that when I watched the movie. So. He says it really fast, and they, they don't linger on it at all. He goes, you want oh, yeah, some matches like, or something? Yeah, he, turns around. Yeah. God, it's amazing. <laughs> but Sonny, it's right. It's like what you were talking about last week. He wouldn't know what to do if he got the girl. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the Joker said. Like the, like the Joker said, the agent of chaos. <laughs> like the Joker. He didn't even French kiss her, is what he yeah. says. Oh, God, that scene. So he's just yeah. pecking, giving her light pecks. <laughs> so so like what happens is after there's, a, there's an attempted murder, they, they thwart Jasmine. it. Jasmine. Um, she gets shot in the arm, and mm-hmm. they go to the they go to the Frenchman's house, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, George's house, and uh, they find out that George loves 
like American, working American. for them. He he loves he he wants to know what it feels he wants to be American spy. He wants to know what it feels like to shoot somebody for no reason. Uh, yeah, that's his that's his favorite thing in the world. Um, but his um, he goes and his wife does not like it, and uh, that is whatever. Um, and his wife is uh, Jean Depardieu's daughter. Oh really? Yeah, oh. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, uh, Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but we, so what we get from there is Genevieve revealing that she is Shai Shen. She takes off her wig and she has the all the tattoos for the triads, uh, the leaders on the back of her head, and in addition to that, she. At the end of her journey of the 13 years or whatever it is, she is going to get her head chopped off. Yeah. For some reason. For, well, it's a for, ceremony. And buried. It's yeah. like a ritual thing. It's like know. an ancient ceremony when they choose the new triad leaders, they, they have to chop off this lady's head so no one will ever see it again. And she did it as a favor to Kenji because... They he liked her and she thought it would be a nice thing to do for her. Crazy, it's crazy. It's it's insane. But from that, uh, from there they go to the they go to what's his name Max von Sydow. Matt yeah. So they go to his house and that's when we get surprise city. I have a question, you guys. Did you notice anybody in this movie, in this scene? What are you talking mm. about? Did, I don't know what you're saying. Did you notice anybody <laughs> in this scene from from any other movies? Does anybody anybody uh, look familiar from this scene? No. Who is it? I don't know. I only. I I just sent you the photo. Does this person look familiar? Oh. I didn't. Rec- I didn't even look at those henchmen. <laughs> Do you know who it is? Yeah, it's um. I don't know his name, but he's from Kung Fu Hustle. But he's also in a bunch of. N- no, he's somebody else in the Rush Hour series. He is. Is there like a named character? Does this line sound familiar to you? Is there a problem, officer? Oh yeah, he's the guy that gets shot. He is. He is the. the he's the. Um, he's the bodyguard in Rush Hour One right. who asks and gets shot who in asks. the face by. Gun is Pao that what you wanted to save that image? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to show you that image and see if you could remember. But apparently, I'm the only one who remembers people's faces. You did a close watch, Jordan. I got to give you credit. <laughs> I watched this movie four times yeah. and I didn't get that. Um, or three times. I, I saw both of those people the first time. I have a I have a knack no, for faces. Not you names, didn't, but faces. You, you skipped over, though, another great part for this movie. Well, I wanted, this was a big reveal. I wanted to talk about it. When, when <laughs> like, the, be, the only good part about this movie, really, aside from, like, some things, is, like, George, the taxi driver... And his, his great monologue about how his wife, like, chews him out saying that you can't be an American. You're a taxi driver. Yeah. It's all you'll ever be. He's really sad. And he's just talking. He's like, I'll never. He's wearing a Lakers hat the whole time, which is really funny. <laughs> um, he's he's like, the only one with an arc in this movie. Yeah, he's the only one with an arc. And he's just really saying, he's like, I'll never learn what it's like to be an American. 
kill someone for no reason. <laughs> never knows like to kill someone for no reason. I I did say that line. I'll never know what it's like to kill a man for no reason. It's so, yeah, it's so good. He's he's good. really really funny. He's, he's not French. He's a good also. actor. He's he's Israeli. It's like you, George. Tomato tomato. <laughs> I mean, it's all some sort of white, some sort of weird white. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So they they. Uh, Surprise! Von Sydow's bad, to no one's surprise, because yeah, we've seen the no two one's... other movies. <laughs> we've seen the other Rush Hours, and this <laughs> does not deviate very much. Yeah, and then and then Chris Tucker, or um, uh, Carter, says that, it's like, oh, I knew he was bad. I said he was bad. And then Lee says, yeah. like, no, you didn't. And he's like, well, I thought it. Then we just then go fight... straight to the tower, right? Yeah, they go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, this movie is weirdly paced. It's yeah. just set pieces. That's why it's not a movie. It's a bunch of like weird music videos. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. So, so at the top of the tower, uh, the Eiffel Tower. Well, 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 I guess before this, they they call and they're like, "We have Sue Young." Yeah. And they yeah. arrange a trade. Sue Young for Jean Viev. Too young for Cam Newton and <laughs> Mike Williams. <laughs> it's a good trade. I take it's that a pretty every good time. trade. He had a great game. Uh, so they go to the tower and Kenji's there and it's, it's, so I like what they do. I like, um, how they have the all white villains and they have Jackie in all dark clothing. Mm -hmm. I, I do like when they follow their clothes, not their color. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so uh, Kenji and his henchmen are wearing these like white tuxedo suits that look really cool. And we have um, Jackie and Chris Tucker are both wearing dark clothing, so it yeah. really highlights them in the fight. And that's yeah. something that they talk about in the Every Frame of Painting, which I think really like brings out the fight and things. And yeah, I, I enjoy. It's, that. it's like on the nose, but it's like important for the yeah. language. Uh, and uh, Carter is disguised as. Fuck! It's so weird. Doesn't make any sense. Couldn't make less sense. It feels like there's more movie here, and we just don't see it. Yeah. Because yeah. even with Rush Hour 2, like, there's a lot of interstitial, like, transitions between set pieces. Yeah, this is just jumping around. Um, they fight. Jackie has a katana fight, right? He does. Yeah, Jackie has a katana. The other, uh, Kenji, has a Chinese sword. Oh, so it's reverse. So it's reverse. This, Wait, this, this, uh, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I read. That's pretty cool. I wish that this movie uh, did more regarding made character. That, yeah, made that clearer <laughs> so that was a thing. Yeah. So you didn't uh, have to do supplemental reading to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Brett Ratner loves the dude who plays uh, Kenji. Oh, yeah? He's, uh, he I actually like he is was... a very he's a very popular dramatic actor. He does Shakespeare, he said. He's in The Last Samurai yeah. right before mm-hmm. this. The dude has a great IMDb. He's in Wolverine. That's what I remember him from. Yeah, he's legit. Dude, dude can fucking can fucking act, and he's great. And like he, he should be in a better movie, and his character should have more. <laughs> like the fact that this guy isn't as good as uh, I don't know Asian Eminem in the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what his name is. Uh, yeah. Sang. Uh, yeah, Sang. Oh my! It is a tragedy because this guy's a much. It's not a much better actor, but he's a world-class he's, actor. he like you can tell he has more range yeah sang he, is the perfect villain 
I can tell I, that I love a. I would. I like an actor if I could. If I want to see them play a detective in like a gritty mystery, mm. and I want to see this guy play a detective and hold one of those tiny pistols. Yeah, yeah I think he's good, but I think he just doesn't. He might not just he might just not have much to work with on this film. Right. No, they, sure. there's nothing there. He has great presence, is what I'm saying. Yeah. His presence yeah. is what's striking. Agreed. Um so while they're fighting, we have the same this is the same goddamn movie. It's like yeah. it's the same goddamn thing. They just go higher up every time. Yeah. <laughs> they're higher up on the Eiffel Tower, which is cool. They actually shot a lot on the Eiffel Tower. That's um, where the money went, yeah. Yeah, so Jackie and Kenji are fighting. They fall off the side of the Eiffel Tower. Jackie's holding Kenji up, like trying to, trying to keep him alive, even though Kenji tried to throw him off. Mm-hmm. And then what? Kenji just falls to his death. He I just forget. lets go. Kenji he just lets go because he'll go. kill them both. Yeah. He he doesn't want to kill Jackie. He like understands that he's gonna die regardless. So at that point, he's just like. Like, I'm just going to let go, and then he lets go, and he dies, and Jackie lives. So, mm-hmm. it's an interesting choice. That yeah. yeah. In, his character I wish was more grounded Lee. in the text of his, the movie. His character is better than Lee. It's like yeah. pretty much what we get. He's a more interesting <laughs> yeah. character who has more interesting motivations. Boy, oh boy. Um, and then, what? Carter fights We still have Jasmine. Carter fighting everybody. Jasmine dies by getting caught in, like, the elevator wheels. Oof, yeah. Super violently. God, I love when you see her head explode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, Carter, Carter whole, like, grabs a hold of um, uh, Soon Yun's uh, face to, like, mm. shield her from the, the damage of yeah. what happens to, uh, what's her name? Jasmine. Dragon Jasmine. Lady. Jasmine. Dragon Sorry. Lady. Jasmine. Dragon yeah, I'm lady not going to call her that. <laughs> DLJ. Her, that's her name. It's her first name. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, and then they parachute down using a French flag. Hold on. Hold on. Did we miss something? I'm tired too, but hold on. <laughs> the only good stunt in this whole movie that Jaggy does that's crazy is he hides in the flag. Oh, yes, yes. That that's is really awesome. Cool. That's fucking great. He jumps into a giant French flag to hide from bad boys. Yeah. Bad he, like, boys holds can't... himself up and then, like, rolls it around himself. To hide himself in midair, which is cool. Then that they cool. then they parachute then off they the Eiffel parachute. Tower. Yeah. Which is, like, a cool idea. But I actually, I mean, I, I imagine it was CGI. I don't know. That they actually yeah. didn't parachute? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, um, that seems wildly yeah. unsafe. And probably would not be allowed. Yeah, I don't just... think either. <laughs> oh, so I guess the last. This is the only like this fucking French George character is like the only guy with a real arc that's fun. They end yeah. up they they land and things like don't look good because Max von Sydow has appeared and he's gonna like kill the he's gonna kill he's gonna kill the Su- girl he's gonna kill Su Young he's gonna kill everybody and then all of a sudden get he get you see a sure. shot you see that it's von Sydow who's been killed. And yeah, George yeah. has shot him. He gets to know what it's like to kill someone for no reason, like an American. And he's so psyched. <laughs> the crazy part is, they do so much shit, and they, like, then Roman Polanski walks in, and, yeah. like, he's just instantly like, oh, you guys did a great job. We don't have to investigate this anymore. 
Yeah. You don't have to like. There, there's a crime scene <laughs> where there are cops there, and they literally, they like knock they him let out. Them, they punch him in the face. They let them, yeah. Which everyone should do. Yeah. Everyone should what? Punch a cop. Punch Roman. Punch Roman Polanski. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> certainly. But the cops in his department shouldn't have been okay with it. Like when yeah. you see them knock, and then out, they just walk away from a. Uh, they start doing a little dance. A, a murder yeah, they, scene. They dance away. <laughs> they they're ecstatic that they they get to dance away after knocking at this inspector. Yeah. And... After having a French civilian do their murder for them and then <laughs> leaving. It's crazy. It is, it is a crazy way to uh, to to end this movie. But I. I feel like they set it up where, like, that's the last one, right? They, like, they say something. I think so. That says, like, there's not going to be a Rush Hour 4. Well, this is the one that's, like, the most closed. Like, they don't leave any implications. Whereas the first one was, we're going to Hong Kong. And the second one was, we're going to New York. This one is just, we go in. We're going into the the night. night. Nice, honey. (laughs) Nice. Like where your brain is. Uh, that's Rush Hour 3. Did you guys see what the tagline for this movie is? No. No, is it? What they're is rushing the through the hours quick. What? Wait, what? They're, they're rushing through the hours quick. What? Did Jackie what? write that? They're rushing <laughs> through the hours quick. That, that doesn't, doesn't make any make sense. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. That's not a... Thirty the hours that's, quick. So this four the of poster? them, this four of them on IMDb. Yeah. This okay. summer they're kicking it in Paris. Big. Okay. Bigger than ever. Bigger time than uh, that doesn't make sense. Bigger prepare, time than ever. Prepare for their finest hour and their only finest. Okay, these aren't real. That's crazy. Real. Oh man. Oh, I didn't mention that in that hotel scene. There's a great homage to the movie Marathon Man, where Jackie is like. It's where he's on the balcony and the guy, the old man, is looking across from him. Oh. That's a great scene. Everyone yeah, should watch Marathon like Man. That. That's a oh. terrific movie. Max von Sydow is Max von Sydow. No, that's Laurence Olivier who's in that movie. I thought that was a. I thought that was a, a reference to like Rear Window or something like that. No, that's um, mm-hmm. Marathon Bro. Marathon Bro. Brett Ratner even said so. Bro. Yeah, uh, let's let's review this movie fast because we I have a I have a fun thing I think we should all try and do with okay. the last like five minutes. All right. Okay. I said I would give this movie no less than two point five because there are <laughs> fucking great jokes in it. This movie is <laughs> terrible. It's got two great jokes in it. I give it a two point five. <laughs> I I, I give it no more. I can't agree with you more. I I honestly I think this movie is certainly two point five worthy. It like is really okay it has some funny jokes but really like i don't think it does much for this franchise and is a really bad way like going from what we had from rush hour one where it was very close to a five this movie is like a real drop for me yeah um i'm gonna give it 4.99 i'm gonna give it a 1.5 whoa wow you really didn't like this This, yeah i think this is like probably one of his worst movies i I don't i don't don't think so this movie's certainly better than the medallion sonny i'm oh it's better than most of the american ones i'm gonna put this out there you gave the tuxedo a 1.5 yeah that's (laughs) i think this is tuxedo tuxedo. because like the at the very least the tuxedo doesn't like 
I don't know. It like doesn't have anything like any expectations with it really like the tuxedo knows what it is and is like a super goofy movie because the tuxedo of it. takes big swings right and like i'd say probably they all fail <laughs> in the tuxedo <laughs> hey but this movie is like the same as the other movies and it's like somehow even more offensive than all of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we we skipped over that whole part where chris tucker was extremely transphobic <laughs> okay Oh, yeah, we certainly did, <laughs> where he said that, that, uh, let's just skip over uh, Let's just not, yeah, yeah, let's not get into it. doesn't matter, we, let's not take more time with this. Okay, this movie gets, what, like a two? Like a yeah, two point low two? Six. It's a little, it's, it's an average is a little below two. Oh, man. It's this a two, was... 2.1667. No, seven. lower than that. Uh, that, Sonny, talk to me about math. I'm doing. I got a math thing. Oh, you did the calculator. It. I automatically. Oh, you both did two point five. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So this is the Rush Hour franchise so far. <laughs> Apparently, Rush Hour Four is in so development. Far, if it comes out, we're gonna have to do an emergency episode. <laughs> an emergency <laughs> episode from our space bunker when that happens. <laughs> um, here's what I want to talk about. Yeah. I mentioned it last week. I want to figure out what would Rush Hour Four be about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I in this I, do- commentary, Brett Ratner says this. Rush Hour One is about how Lee and Carter become partners. Rush Hour Two is how Lee and Carter become friends. Mm. Rush Hour Three is how Lee and Carter become brothers. brothers. Rush Hour Four, all they have to do is become lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. So the, I think I it think was that said could in work. Jest. So let's do this. It's whatever. It's been ten. It's been eleven years. Yeah. What city does this take place in? Does this rush uh, hour take place in? It's gotta cer- start in L.A. Certainly, it's gonna be the UAE. <laughs> what reason is? would? The what UAE reason would they, would they in, have to be in, in Dubai? Do you want? They want to, You want to do like a Fast and Furious? Every, every movie wants to be in Dubai now. It's the it's the new hot city to have action movies in. I'm sure they get a lot of money. This movie, if Rush Hour 4 comes out, Dubai is where it's going to be. It's all coming to me now, what I think it should be. I yeah. I didn't prepare this at all, and we'll know in a second that I didn't prepare it at all. Mm-hmm. Because they have to fall in love, they have to go to classical gay city, San Francisco. Oh, I thought you were going to say Rome. Rome's not bad, but here's why it's got to be San Francisco. Yeah. Because we're getting further and further away. Like, all these action movies are getting further away from, like, explosions. And it's all about these, like, little things. Like, little micro Mm -hmm. things. It's all, like, it could be, like, a Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, Sonny. They have to infiltrate Silicon Valley because the triads have put a chip in a certain type of computer. Right. Right. That's going to explode, or they're going to like assassinate somebody at a uh, like town hall meeting. Yeah, and this could have... a this could a hundred percent play into uh, Brett Reiner's antiquated stereotypes because it would just be like a lot of people assuming Jackie Chan is a software engineer. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny though. <laughs> like he but just he, has no he idea. shows up and he, they think he's like the manager of. Something. Yeah, they just let him in all the buildings. Oh, it would if we were making a fun. He actually would show up wearing one of those like fleeces. Yeah, yeah. 
he just naturally takes it. Jordan is disgusted by this idea. Jordan doesn't want to approach this. I don't know how to approach it. I don't know what you mean by fleeces. They but... always wear fl- in Silicon Valley because they always yeah. sort of brisk. They wear these fleece. They wear these fleeces that are like obnoxiously branded with their startup. Yeah. Okay, it's in know. Silicon oh, Valley. Oh, yeah. Okay, I get. I get what you're talking about. I know, okay. like a North yeah. Face looking. Yeah, thing. sure. I think it would take a massive jump in Detective Carter's internal logic for him to fall in love with. <laughs> what if so, we find so, out that so, Carter's just compensating this whole time? They would both That's have possible. to be compensating. I, I guess. think. I think that Jackie and so what? Imagine Jackie and carter or lee and carter both have sisters and they okay. both find out <laughs> okay and they both fall in love with each other's sister we what? talked about that last week a little bit where haddish would have to be the sister of, right yeah yeah of tucker but who's the sister of jackie it could be anybody queen latifah <laughs> is yeah. it latif adopted yeah the adopted sister it would actually be funny if Chris Tucker had a an Asian adopted sister that's never mentioned that Jackie Chan was related to Queen Latifah, yeah. the actual Queen Latifah. Um, like she's Queen Latifah in the actual movie. Jordan, why are you so nervous about talking about Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan having sex? I can tell that you're just I'm not uncomfortable. Nervous. I just think it's a little bit crazy. It's we're going by what Brett Ratner said. Yeah, he's mm. the architect. Unfortunately, like in the second Matrix, that's what he's like now. <laughs> They could, they could, they could just have their sisters take over for them, be like a widow's situation. Oh, you say you say we we reboot almost, or like have them get captured or something, and be like, we need the the other Lee and Carter. Oh man, okay. Uh, I don't. I who would want to watch that? No one. <laughs> Rush Hour without Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker might as yeah. well just not exist. Might as well just not exist. Crush yeah. Hour. Let's call it Crush Hour. Crush Hour? We said yeah. that last week. Me. <laughs> I think it would be like a nice little... It could be like a nice little like... You guys ever see Wild Strawberries? <laughs> no. No. It's another Ingmar Bergman movie. Oh, I have seen Wild Strawberries with his okay. wife. Um, And it would just be them like reflecting on their lives and how it would have been if they fell in love when when they were younger what if they have them in some sort of vr thing (laughs) and they have sex with each other in vr no i think that would be really funny um, you don't think that would be funny to see chris tucker like he looks like a the the other person looks like a sexy lady but it's just the two of them oh they they they, okay i see so you mean they get that's an extremely baratner thing to do actually so they get tricked into like kissing each other by like by the tech people who they're investigating (laughs) they're like oh we have this fun tech virtual reality thing that you can get and it feels really real and they put both (laughs) of them into it and they both like touch each other's touch each other down there their penises and Jackie, yeah. Jackie say that Shank they touch do, their penises. They, they touch do each like other's a... penis. <laughs> oh no. Um, who would be? There's always got to be like one fun character in these movies now. I think that's not them. Who would Roman you just Polanski? Wanna... Roman Polanski comes to America. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that's how we get him. <laughs> we trick Here... him. Rush Hour Four is a trick to get him to come to America yeah. to Here's... arrest him. Here's my. Okay, here's my th- here's my punch up to make this like slightly more fun. Mm. 
The two people that are like rival cops, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the Golden State Warriors. Of the Golden State Warriors. I don't know. What that they would probably be the funniest. That would be fucking great. Of that. Yeah. Are there any other famous San Francisco people? Uh, Jerry Garcia's corpse is in this movie. <laughs> Uh, I guess at the end everyone dies. I think that'd yeah, be good. They, 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 they everyone gets murdered in the, they, the terrorist one. They should make it at the end of the. It should be um, like Rogue One, where everybody dies on a beach. Or do they? Or or do they? I hope not. I like that movie. That's the only one in the new movies I like for whatever reason. Hope it's a great one. Eh, I, think I don't it's know about fine. that. It was. I don't know. It felt like they were playing with toys, stars. which I liked. Um, okay, that's Rush Hour Four. I give Ooh, it Rush Hour Three. No, I no, give it five oh, stars. That. I give it five stars. <laughs> what do you give it? Five Jackie Chan's only trouble. I mean. Five, five Jackie Chan's. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four point nine nine. Okay. Okay. So it's well, as good as the other one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been Rush Hour Month. Uh, these are <laughs> easily our longest episodes. Definitely. Uh, Movies have decreased in quality each time. Yeah. Um, this might... All right. Yeah. Uh, this is a major milestone for our podcast, actually. Like, this yeah. was a big thing that we've been planning for many, many, many months. And now we got... We've talked about it off mic about, like, uh, doing some more just Asian movies and mm-hmm. using the term chansplaining in the most racist way we could possibly <laughs> do it. Uh, but we're gonna do some more Jackie first. We got some still some Jackie hits before we pivot into watching movies we like. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I we got th- some more I left. S- I certainly think we should watch that movie that we discussed watching um, with the three women. Oh yeah, yeah. Ones. We can do that first when we're done with the chans, because that's like that'll be a good branch. Yeah, Agreed. Michelle branch. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, like us on whatever, Facebook, uh, Twitter, rate, SoundCloud. rate and review us on iTunes, uh, follow us on SoundCloud, that I, people actually seem to do that, Yeah. Uh, tell, tell your friends, uh, don't tell your pe- family, don't tell your family, if you're, it's weird. if you're Jordan's girlfriend's grandparents, I thank you for listening, for getting over your <laughs> massive Damn. hangups about we definitely, the, we definitely curse a lot this time. Almost immediately, we scared them off. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? What are you hey, going to do? Family family is for lots of things, but not for chance planning. Except yeah. for Sonny's family. Sonny's family is able to listen. Yeah. My, my brother does. I know. Oh, that's that's cool. my point. Have him come on. I want to okay. talk to your brother. I would honestly <laughs> like your brother to come on, and I have a lot of questions for him. Okay. Did you keep him in the garage? Like, no. <laughs> like, no, that like, was, that, like that kid? <laughs> Mooney was kept in the garage. Oh, man. Okay. He died in the bathroom. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. 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 All right. And stop.